0: Welcome, everybody, to your daily dose of video game news at Pixels and Pints for April 14th, 2023. We have some quick announcements before moving on to today's top stories. First, PlayAsia provides updates to pre-orders of Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. In response to the high demand for Final Fantasy 1 through 6 Pixel Remaster on the Nintendo Switch, PlayAsia has shared production schedules from the publisher with its customers. Production will occur in consecutive batches, supervised by the publisher to meet demand. The expected shipment dates based on order placement are as follows. Orders placed on or before February 22nd, 2023. Production completion is going to be by April 20th. Orders placed between February 23rd and 25th. Production completion is expected by May 5th, February 26th and March 5th. Production should be complete by May 19th. If you ordered between March 6th and April 5th, production completion should be by June 2nd. And if you've placed an order for the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster on or after April 6, 2023, you can expect production to be completed by June 19th. The publisher's first batch production will include day one DLC. I don't think there's really been a disclosure of what exactly that is, but it should include it. PlayAsia will promptly inform customers of any production date changes and is working closely with the game's publisher to ensure a swift production schedule. They apologize for any delays customers may experience and encourage them to reach out for any additional clarification on their order. PlayAsia expresses their gratitude for their customers' trust and support. Next, Microsoft responds to feedback about their Xbox UI. After testing a new interface last year, Microsoft has received feedback from fans that the redesigned home screen felt overcrowded and detracted from the available dynamic backgrounds and wallpapers. In response to this feedback. Microsoft has removed the new UI for testers and paused the experiment to prepare for larger changes. Ivy Krislov, Senior Product Manager Lead of Xbox Experiences, has assured users that the team is working on a refreshed Xbox Home experience that balances various aspects such as accessibility and functionality while catering to the community's needs. Microsoft is expected to reveal more details about the new Xbox Home UI soon. This development demonstrates Microsoft's commitment to responding to user feedback and improving the overall gaming experience. Now on to today's top stories. Sony's State of Play gives us a last glimpse into the Final Fantasy XVI game before launch. In yesterday's State of Play presentation, Naoki Yoshida, producer of Final Fantasy XVI, gave gamers a glimpse of what they can expect from the latest installment in the Final Fantasy series. Yoshida talked about the story, world, and combat system of Final Fantasy XVI, as well as the game's RPG elements and support systems. Yoshida also revealed never-before-seen gameplay footage running on the PlayStation 5. Yoshida introduced the protagonist of the story, Clive Rosfield, and his journey into the realm of Valisthea. Clive's story unfolds across three distinct periods in his life, his teens, 20s, and 30s. Yoshida emphasized that players do not need to have played any of the previous Final Fantasy games before jumping into 16. The combat in Final Fantasy 16 takes place in real time and is not turn-based. Clive learns a wide array of abilities from the icons he encounters, and players can use ability points collected by defeating enemies to unlock or upgrade abilities. The game includes a range of timely accessories to provide support for players who may not be skilled at action games. Players will encounter a wide array of characters, some of whom will join Clive as friends and allies. The Hideaway is a home to a variety of features, including side quests, information on quests offered all around Valisthea, a shop to purchase new weapons and armor, and the already stone where players can enter a virtual training area. Clive will encounter a wide array of foes, including Dominants who wield the power of the icons, colossal beasts, mysterious constructs of the fallen, and the icons themselves. Yoshida promised heart-stopping, controller-gripping excitement in the game's epic icon-versus-icon battles. Final Fantasy XVI will be available worldwide on June 22nd, with more content, including battle content, side content, and endgame content, to be revealed in the near future. Yoshida also revealed that Final Fantasy XVI's main theme was written and performed by one of Japan's greatest recording artists, Kenshi Yonezu. Yoshida encouraged players to pre-order the game and join them in Valisthea on release day. Next, Blizzard released a Diablo 4 open beta retrospective. Following the early access and open beta weekends on March 17th and 24th, the development team reviewed player feedback and gameplay data. They say they have implemented a variety of fixes and updates, which will be present in the game launching on June 6th. Dungeon layouts have been optimized to minimize backtracking, and the chance for an event to spawn inside of a dungeon has increased from 10% to 60%. A range of class balance changes and improvements have been made to ensure a better gameplay experience. The user interface has also seen updates, including improved compatibility with screen readers and additional customization options for controller bindings. Encounters and bosses have also been adjusted for difficulty, and certain issues causing bosses to become unresponsive have been fixed. Sellers have also seen improvements, with an increased chance for dungeon events and consistent rewards upon completion. And finally, several general quality-of-life changes have been implemented to enhance player experience. Launch is just the first step, with further updates to be expected as Diablo 4 evolves. For the specific details on what exactly has changed, you can check the description of this episode to find a link to Blizzard's website. And finally, Sega is purchasing Angry Birds Creator. Japan-based entertainment conglomerate Sega Sammy Holdings is reportedly nearing a deal to acquire Rovio Entertainment, the finished company behind the iconic mobile game Angry Birds for approximately $1 billion. The acquisition could be finalized as early as next week, provided the ongoing talks progress smoothly. Sega Sammy was established in 2004 through a merger between Sammy Corp, a Japanese slot machine company, and Sega, the video game creator of Sonic the Hedgehog. The combined entity offers a diverse range of entertainment products, including arcade games, toys, and animated video content. Angry Birds has been a pioneering mobile game since its release in 2009, achieving over 5 billion downloads across Rovio's games catalog. Despite launching multiple sequels, TV spin offs, and movies, Rovio has struggled to replicate the initial success of Angry Birds with newer games, making the company more susceptible to takeover by larger competitors. This potential acquisition comes amid a flurry of recent deals in the gaming industry, including Take Two Interactive's $11 billion agreement to purchase Farmville creator Zynga. Microsoft's deal to acquire Activision Blizzard for $75 billion. And Sony's agreement to buy Bungie for about $3.6 billion. Well, that's going to wrap up the gaming news for this week. Don't forget to rate the podcast five stars and drop a review for it. Doesn't matter what you write. Let everyone know your favorite kind of cheese. Uh, mine, mine's Manchego. If you like content of the visual variety, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at Pixels and Pints we'll have a longer and uncensored review of the past week's news dropping on Monday morning for your commute to work. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you on Monday.